Good morning, America. 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 Greatest fucking country in the world, baby. Can't beat it. Don't even try. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman, and this is the show... Danger Close USA American Podcast Radio. That's right, I've changed it. I've changed it. And that was Metallica. I'll put on the albums I really love. Uh, the Black Album, really good album. Um, big Metallica fan, in case you can't tell. Always have been. You have to love Metallica. If you don't, I'm sorry. I could play some Beethoven, if you want. Some Wagner. If you'd like some Wagner, I can throw that in there. If you'd like, let's start out with Wagner. Uh, but that's, uh, very, very, uh, uh, probably not happening. Had a good weekend, uh, sorry I didn't hear from me. It's okay, though. I really uh, didn't have anything to say. I was busy working. Very busy man here lately. Um, you know, this podcast uh, doesn't really get a whole lot of traction on this podcast. I've, I've had days when I've actually had 1,200 listeners in one day and next to none the next. So it's kind of hard to predict, really. Um I'm just being honest. It's kind of hard to say what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. Um, but my other podcast, uh, Smash and Grab Investment Opportunities, is uh, doing well. I did an interview yesterday on it uh, for uh, Bounty Zero X, which is a uh, website geared to freelance work for those who want to earn some moolah in cryptocurrency um, which is kind of cool we're getting messages and um, can't disclose too much about my other project but uh, that's going along well and uh, in full force doing a a little bit of ironing out uh, trying to get things accomplished and uh, building my foundation for what I'm uh, about to do but otherwise, uh, my weekend was pretty uh, uneventful, really. I, uh, I'm heading to work like I normally do, uh, doing going to my normal job, where I'll be working, uh, per se, at my regular job that I love, that I'm happy to have. I also um, got to do some uh, stock trading today. It looks like I'm going to be selling some stock so I can put it in the bank. That might take a little time. Somewhat uh, disappointed with Robin Hood. I was uh, reading uh, some of their stuff, uh, going into the fine details of Robin Hood. And I was curious because they really don't charge any fees. And as I uh, was digging into Robin Hood, I discovered that... Uh, to make a deposit costs you nothing. 
to withdraw your money costs you $75. And I thought, that's, uh, that's a little steep. Even my bank doesn't charge that. <coughs> Robin Hood, if you're listening, I think that's a little uh, grotesque. $75? What if uh, you're only withdrawing 100 so um, I might be looking at a uh, new uh, investment app to work with. After all, I uh, everybody everybody ever worked with the business always tells me read the fine print, read the fine print. And I thought I read the fine print. I read the little disclaimer how they make their money, stating that they make their money by uh, interest they charge and and things like that in the background and. No mention that if you want to take your money out, you better be uh, you better be sitting on a good chunk of your money because seventy five dollars, uh, you know, that's kind of insane. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. That's that's a large chunk of money to ask for. I, I'm sure maybe they don't think it is. If you're trading thousands of dollars, a seventy five dollar chunk of change to a large investor is a, a freaking drop in a bucket. But for the average little guy trying to use this uh, program, and that's a major uh, pocket reach as far as I'm concerned. That's uh, that's grabbing your wallet by the cojones. So I might be uh, looking at a different um, app, at least for the work that I'm doing with it. And if I make uh, $50 here and $60 there and I got $120, $110 or whatever I want to pull out, um, the last thing I want to do is pay $75 for uh, $120. That kind of defeats the purpose. So I might be just taking all my money out of Robinhood and leaving a little bit in there to play around with their, uh, with their uh, Bitcoin investments. Yes, I know. I've been denied for a loan. Yes, I haven't been acting asking for any more loans since my last loan. I love my little notices you know what I just I, I, I really I'm a little I'm a little upset I have been talking highly about Robin Hood for quite a while I've I've been uh, kind of promoting it and uh, now that I'm looking at the fine print I'm kind of like wow that's uh, that's pretty fucking shitty excuse my language it did not uh, sit well with me so I might just uh, sell most of my shares, get enough to uh, take out minus the 75 on the top of it, and uh, just uh, leave it as it is for um, cryptocurrency uh, investing. Again, I, uh, I'm shocked. Unless I just should have had my glasses on last night when I was reading it, and it might be $15, but it sure as hell looked like a $75 amount. That's just that's just wrong to me. I'm sorry. I, I know, uh, you know, I've talked highly of it, and I'm kind of embarrassed, to be honest with you. I'm kind of embarrassed at the whole, the whole ordeal now. I, uh, last night, and... I, uh, I don't know where to start with this. Last night, I, uh, I took a look at Robin Hood. 
um, looking at the stocks and stuff, and they had changed some of their policies as far as your investments with uh, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies they have on their app. And uh, it says you can't use unsettled funds to invest anymore. Well, I mean, okay, but is it not a deposit an unsettled... Is, I mean, I would think that a deposit is an uns, is not an unsettled fund. But since they do their their thing where they, they allow you to use your money even though they don't really actually get it right away, it takes four or five days for them to get the money. That's what they're considering unsettled. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fair. You know, I, I understand that, but if I uh, sell stock and get a chunk of change from my stocks, that's pretty much settled. But uh, they changed it, so you had to wait three days. So I wrote them support ticket in, and I, I was curious about, you know, well, if I'm getting a deposit, and of course they explained it to me, and I'm kind of like, oh, okay. So then I start looking at, well, I might just take some money out of here then, because that's uh, that's frustrating. And that's when I realized that they charge $75. I think that's just incredibly high. That's, uh, you're definitely robbing a lot of money from people. That's an extremely high amount of money to take out of someone's investments. Look at this moron. Yeah, just pull up in front of me, you dipshit. Good job. That's why you shouldn't have a license. I was just, I don't know. I was a little upset. I wasn't going to make a withdrawal. I was i was actually just kind of looking at the withdrawal stipulations in the event that I decide to yank my money out of there. And it looks like I'll be yanking my money out of there. I might leave a little bit um, in there for some specific stocks that I'm interested in. But as far as the stock trading that I've been doing, I think is about to come to an end with Robinhood. And I'm not, you know, trust me, I'm not moving around thousands of dollars or anything. It's a, not even a thousand dollars. I don't even think I have five hundred dollars in there. I don't even think I have four hundred dollars. I don't even know what I have in there. Total, it's not much. But the idea that they are charging that much money is just insane. It totally uh, turned me off, big time. And I'm going to start uh, looking into other investment apps as soon as I got some free time. And make a decision based on uh, what they charge for uh, withdrawals. Anyways, enough about you're robbing my hood, Robin Hood. Okay, I'm behind a life care transport vehicle, okay? And these guys take up a tremendous amount of space on the road. And they can't seem to take, they can't seem to stay in their lane. This guy's actually, I've been watching him for like the last, I don't know, four or five miles. And one minute he's on his lane, and the next minute he's cruising into the other lane. And the next minute he's in another lane, and he keeps going back and forth. And I want to pass the guy, but I don't think, I don't know. Here we go. Because he's got some fucking, see now he's speeding up when I go to pass him. So I don't know what this fucking guy's problem is. But shit's about to fucking get real, because I don't know why he's incapable of keeping his vehicle in his lane. You know, um, it's not even an ambulance. 
Well, it is an ambulance. But it's one of those transport vehicles. And it's dirty. And it's filthy. Hasn't been washed in a week. So whoever the guy, the driver is, he doesn't give a damn about his fucking vehicle. And now he's riding up on my ass because I passed him in the other lane. Well, you know what, dude? If you're going to fucking drive like that and can't keep your freaking box van ambulance in the freaking lane you're in and you're swerving, slowing down, speeding up, swerving, slowing down, speeding up over and over and over and you're driving an ambulance, uh, I'm just going to leave you behind. I'm not going to stay behind you for very long. Nothing personal. And, um, let's see. Talked about Robin Hood pissing me off. Got that out of the way. Talked about my podcasts. I say that plurally because I have more than one. And, um, that's it. Okay, I'll talk to you later. No, just kidding. Um, And, um, you know, I watched a very interesting video the other day. I (laughs) was uh, a little interested in it. Started to watch it. It was a Russian talk show. Kind of like a round table talk show. There's um, like a panelist group. I don't know. It seemed like uh, maybe four people plus a guy standing in the center at a podium with an audience wrapped around the whole entire thing. And uh, they were talking about uh, the United States and Iran. And uh, this one commentator said that, uh, well, basically, I'm just going to sum it up, said that it would be probably the most stupidest thing America ever did, that we would not win that war, that fighting Iran would be a giant mistake, that we just don't have the military to conquer the entire country of Iran. And uh, he's right. And then they started talking about nuclear weapons. How, um, what if America decided just to nuke the shit out of Iran? And it went around and around for a minute, and I was listening to it. Of course, I don't understand Russian, don't speak Russian. I, I know Dos Vidanya. I don't even know if I said that right. And I could do a pretty good uh, fake Russian accent. Comrade, you try to drink some vodka, maybe, huh? You come over, we uh, sit down, and, uh, yeah. We, uh, we drink a little potato water, what do you say? I don't know. I can't do it very well. I have to watch uh, John Travolta in uh, some movie he did, I forget, where he plays a Croatian, Croatian uh, military guy that's out to get blood from an American soldier that shot him. Can't remember the name of the movie. Brothers and I can't remember, but he does this horrible Russian accent. It's just horrible. Yes, I would like to take part... Drinking some Jägermeister with you, it'd be great. I don't know. Anyways, um, watch this Russian video. Of course, you know it's Russian TV, so it's basically state-controlled. I'm sure these guys are basically, you know, Russian CIA extras, whatever you want to call them. But they're uh, they're commenting about the uh, the idea that America should attack uh, Iran and how thinly spread our military is, and how that. Uh, if we were to get involved in Iran, China would definitely move on Taiwan. And uh, he went on and on and on and on. And um, then they started talking, like I said, about nuclear acts. And uh, he said, you know, yeah, they, you know, he could drop the uh, nuclear bomb on the Russian, on the Iranians. Yes, he could do that. Yes, I don't know. 
but if he were to give an illegal order, um, you know, and he said that, you know, he would just get shot at his desk, talking about Donald Trump. That's what this Russian said. I didn't say that. This Russian um, commentator said that if Donald Trump was to uh, try to do a nuclear war and, and um, make a uh, illegal order with the military, uh, he would just be shot dead at his desk. Um, and I find that interesting because there are, you know, Donald Trump surrounded himself with some pretty good generals. And I, I have hopes that these generals have the moral fabric and character uh, not to allow Donald Trump to do anything stupid. Uh, having a nuclear attack on Iran would be pretty stupid. Um, I don't see the really, I, I understand the use of nuclear weapons. I, I know what they're for and, and everything else, but I would think that that would be a last resort if, like, aliens attacked or something. Because, I mean, a conventional war, let's just face it, the days of trench warfare are been over for a very long time. Um, those days have been gone since World War One. We can make Hitler and his Nazi army of changing the rules of warfare with how they fought World War Two. Which was all about speed and advancement. It wasn't about uh, digging trenches and firing at each other and all that crazy stuff that went on. Which was just stupid. Anyways, in World War One, World War Two was a little smarter over war. And then uh, we advanced as a civilization, if you want to call us that, into uh, more technical, technologically advanced warfare. And with that said... The days of invading a country are basically over. I mean, yeah, we can go and invade a third world country or a semi-promising country like Iran. And uh, sure, we can get in a few miles. And I remember them talking about uh, how America did well when we invaded Kuwait during uh, Bill Clinton's time. They really don't talk a whole lot about how we did well attacking Iraq and getting all the way into Baghdad within, I think, was it a 16-day period or something? They don't talk about that. They were just like, oh, you know, they didn't do very well when they attacked the Kuwaits. You know, they only went eight miles in. That's blah, blah, blah. And that was a whole different uh, campaign. That was a whole different theater. That was to drive Saddam out of Kuwait. And, you know, and secure Kuwait's oil for our pleasurement. But anyways, uh, yeah, so... They were talking pretty much about that. They were... Uh, doing the whole roundtable panel discussion about uh, how they uh, viewed America's aggression, uh, what would probably happen if they did attack Iran, and I'd have to say I agree. China would make a move on Taiwan, or even on anything that they perceived as theirs that they wanted to get back, like their islands and uh, whatnot. They did build themselves an airbase for a reason. Um, they are the largest military force in the world. Not gonna say the best, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're pretty much up there, baby. They're not uh, they're not a uh, Korean military. They are a very advanced military. I wouldn't fuck with China if you paid me. Just saying. I'm not saying the Americans' military is weak, but I don't disagree with these Russian statements about America being thinly spread, and I really can't cover that many fronts as a military. We just don't have the numbers anymore. You know, a lot of people talk about the numbers of our military. We have to understand that, you know, World War II, yeah, we had 
a giant military, but we also had a war <laughs> in another country that we were fighting, and uh, numbers were everything. And since World War II, we've shrunk, and we should. We're not in war. But, um, you know, these little Russian uh, commentators, they said a few things I must agree with. I don't think that uh, an American's best interest would be to attack Iran. You know what I mean? I don't think it would fare well. I think it'd be a, a very costly mistake. It would be more than costly because Iran is not Iraq. Let's just face it. Iran's military, not so advanced, but not that weak either. Um, compared to Iraq, Iraq was really nothing. And most of their military just surrendered, if you remember correctly. It's the Americans. Give up our guns now. Muhammad, throw your guns down. The Americans are here. Don't, 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 don't stand up. Just stay there. They feed you. They water you. It's okay. Everybody was named Muhammad. Muhammad, where are you going? No, 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 no. The Americans are here. Let's get some uh, macaroni and cheese, eh? Let's come on. Let's go. We go sit down and uh, surrender to the Americans because I don't want to get bombed. It's not good. Nobody wants to get bombed in Iraq war. A lot of them just surrendered. They were like, ah, yeah, I'm done. Fuck Saddam. Fuck Saddam. I come, I surrender to America. You need an interpreter? I'm here. <laughs> I don't see um, Iran doing that. Iran's got a little more pride, and I don't know, you know, shock and awe. Yeah, it'd probably drive them into their holes. Um, but then you would run into the same problem that we had in Iraq, and that's you just piss off an entire country. And you got civilians that are willing to kill you. And you can't tell who's who. And if we didn't learn a lesson in Iraq, we sure as fuck are not going to learn a very good lesson in Iran because we didn't learn anything in Iraq. If we think we can take off and go fight another battle in a country that's pretty much named almost the same. I mean, let's just Iraq, Iran, Iran, Iraq. I don't know. Iran. That's the next country that'll pop up. Iran, Iran, I come back. I make you cry. I don't know, but they, um, it wouldn't fare well. I, I, uh, I, like I said, I just happen to have to have to agree with these Russians in this video. I posted it on my Danger Close uh, Twitter page. You can find it there. Um, it's just I find it kind of interesting. Really, it's kind of odd. Um, because I, you know, anything Russian TV is kind of already, uh, you know, scripted by the Russian government. <laughs> be very hard to find Russian TV that wasn't uh, pre-programmed by the big mother. Um, I don't know. I think I say um too much. Um, 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 I'm done. Ding. Turkey's done. Take it out of the oven. I gotta go to work. I'm almost there. I gotta slow down. I keep forgetting state troopers love this road and the speed limit's 60 and I'm going just a slight bit over 60. Just a slight, a little bit, a little bit. You can slow down just a hair. Just I don't want to. I don't want to be late for work. Don't want to be late. Don't want to be late for work. My training manager is coming back today from her vacation. She's been gone for a week, so I'm looking forward to finding out what I fucked up. <laughs> I hopefully still have a job. Pretty sure. Hopefully, crossing my fingers, my toes, my nutsack. 
My little nutsack, it's crossed. You know, that's what we do in Russia. We cross our balls. Fuck crossing fingers. Just take your nutsack, twist it one time. You'll be good. Everything good happened to you then. Great tasting vodka in a cup. Uh, yeah, I, I think we would be extremely stupid to try to attack, evade, invade, and conquer uh, Iran. I think it would be extremely stupid. I think it would lead uh, to a huge, gigantic, horrible deficit. It would totally cripple this country. If the price of oil goes up, we're fucked. Um, we'll go through the exact same thing we went through in 2008, and it'll continue. And look at this ambulance driver. You know, no lights, no nothing. The guy couldn't fucking keep his, his speed. Now, all of a sudden, he's flying. Oh, I gotta go. I'm doing 65. He's gotta be doing 80. Doesn't have his lights on, nothing. He's just, yeah, you passed me earlier. Yeah, what's this? Uh, you're doing my little life care vehicle. He's probably going the same place I'm going. He's like, I got a drop off for your job. Oh, he's got his blinker on. As he gets in front of me and slows way down. Okay, good, here we go again. Where'd you get your freaking ambulance driving license? Out of a fucking cracker box? Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, I, the more and more I drive this route, the more and more I realize there's just too many people driving that shouldn't be driving. I mean, they just don't have or seem to have the ability. I mean, they really don't. I'm thinking this is a caseworker in the car in front of the van, in front of the ambulance, and he fell back, and now he's trying to catch up to her. Because now they're both turning in the same direction I'm going, and I'm heading into work, so this could be interesting. This could be very interesting. I guarantee you, they show up at my job. Yes, I'm going to say yes, they will. Yes. So, uh, let's see what happens today. Hopefully I have a good day. Hopefully I don't get my ass reamed. Hopefully everything is good, everything's great. I did everything I was supposed to do. No problemos. No situations. Everything good. Everything happened well. Happy. Yeah, see, he's going my way. And the caseworker's like, oh, is that the way I'm supposed to go? Medical transport. It's not even a fucking ambulance. It's just, it's a goddamn bus is what it is. With a stretcher in the back. I've actually uh, gotten to know one of our, uh, a guy that works for that company. And, I mean, what a sweet job. You get paid really well. And it's not even an ambulance. It's not like you're going to pick up people that are injured and stuff. You're just transporting people. They have to be in a medical vehicle, though, while they're in transport because they're not well. They're not dying. They're not, you know, emergency assistance, but they're not well either. Uh, here has my coin app, which I'm starting to think about taking out. Anyways, uh, I'll be right back. Hey, 
is Danger Close USA Resistance Podcast Radio. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman, with balls the size of, well, average balls, I think. I think I have average balls. Unlike Donald Trump, his nutsack is about the size of a coquina. Do you know what a coquina is? Let me explain what a coquina is. A coquina is a very small clam. It's about the size of your pinky nail. I say that because I assume, because he's so big and big and, and dumb, that his balls might be the size of a very small clam species found in South Florida, called a coquina. I'm sorry that I'm talking with this accent. You should have to excuse you while I do this. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I do better when I'm actually uh, in the mood. I'm not in the mood to have my fake accent, so it's not panning out as well as I thought it would. Normally, I... I you know what I mean, huh? You know, I talk like this a lot when I, uh, I'm feeling silly. Fusilli. Don't go over there and shoot nobody, Fusilli. I don't know what I'm saying. I'll shut up. Isn't Fusilli a sniper during uh, World War II? And isn't that a uh, former pasta? <laughs> Fusilli. Get your gun. Let's go to hunt. Germans, and uh, yeah, and also there's a pasta I think named after him, which was it's a very long, curly, giant piece of pasta. All right, I'm pro- I'm pulling into my job. Hopefully, I'm not going to get my head cut off and shoved up my ass today. That would be great because I was by myself all week. I'm pretty sure I did everything I was supposed to do. Ninety-nine point nine percent sure. Everything should be good. Everything will be okay. Take a deep breath, Jeff. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. It's going to be a good day. Good day. I'm going to walk in there and everything's going to be just fine. Everything's going to be just peachy keen. Everybody's going to be, hey, good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Everything went well. Everybody's good. Place is doing well. You did great. Thank you so much. We're so, I'm so glad I hired you. You're such a good, very honest, hardworking man. Blah, blah, blah. I think this will be well. Everything's going great. Or I'm going to go in and say, what the fuck did you do all week? I'll let you know when I get back with my show later on the way home. God bless America. This is Danger Close, USA Resistance. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry. This is Danger Close, USA American Podcast Radio.